Hello Anthropodomus fans, this episode of Anthropodomus was extracted from our first video recording that can be found on YouTube or on our website, anthropodomus.com. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome everybody, this is our first video recording for Anthropodomus. We're here with Brent Trace Sands, creator of Impound Comics. For those of us who've been listening to us for a while, this is what we look like. Hey! <laughs> Hi. This is Les! I know, I'm usually in the background, but hey, this is what I look like. <laughs> this is the first on cam. Yeah. It's always just been online always or vocal. on audio. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, thank you for being on our first recording with us. No problem. Yeah, thanks. So thank you for having me. Excited to help just come and meet you and support Impound Comics. Uh, we're all pretty excited about having the Sacramento comic here. Yeah. Um, but before we get into Impound, uh, tell us a bit about your background and what eventually led you into creating this series and what was the final push? Um... I mean, my background is is a mix of a lot of different things: sports, um, music, promoting, and then I was always writing uh, just on my spare time. It wasn't a job or anything. I just would have an idea and decide to do it. That probably started. I used to do little stories as a kid, but I'll say the first time I ever tried to do a serious book or some sort of serious writing, I was probably like 17, um, and then I wrote like a 400-page novel. Well, I finally wow. finished it, close to nine, 19 years old. Um, and then uh, lost it all. <laughs> yeah, and oh no! Lost just, it all how? I mean, you just you just would lose stuff in the on computers in those days. You didn't have you didn't <laughs> yeah. have clouds and things no like backup. you know what I mean. If you didn't go above and beyond to back it up, mm. you know stuff just happened at yeah. those times. One bad power outage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The computer d gets br the computer breaks and it's over. You know yeah. what I mean? So Mac wasn't really where it's at today. It was all Windows. You know, it just happened. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember the reasoning. Um, and then uh, over time, you know, I went to college for uh, script writing, uh, minored in creative writing, and then uh, just still was putting stories together with no real um, goal, just doing it. And then uh, in the pandemic is when uh, I finally released Impound One. I thought of the idea um, after I watched uh, the first Black Panther film because mm -hmm. the director of that film went to Sac State with me. So I think it was more his journey or how far he's went in that mm -hmm. industry kind of uh, put a light bulb in my head to want to do a superhero comic book mm -hmm. series and not like a novel or a movie. And then, uh, yeah, that's how it happened. So um, are you, you're originally from Sacramento? Yeah. Okay. Whereabouts did you grow up out here? Uh, Natomas. Natomas, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Pretty much born and raised. Not even yeah. pretty much, born and raised. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, went to Sac State. I've only lived outside of Natomas probably three or four years of my life. Mm -hmm. So. I also live in Natomas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, going back to Black Panther, what specifically was it about Black Panther that inspired you? Like the, the director? Of the character. Is it wasn't the character. It so, you know, I, I do love Black Panther, the character. You know, I was going to watch the movie and, you know, all that anyways. But I don't think that that would have gave me the idea. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at that time, I've watched a ton of superhero movies, a ton of Marvel movies, and that didn't want to make me make a comic book. It mm -hmm. was more just I was trying to make a movie and not being able to figure out how to make a movie, seeing mm -hmm. him, the director, do this movie, that made me want to backpedal and start comic book. So if he did it, you could do it too. Yeah, exactly. So if he would have directed Green Lantern or whatever, mm -hmm. it was more, it's it's just kind of someone that you've been in the same room with uh, mm -hmm. inspires you, you know what I mean? So that was mainly what that was. 
So since we came up on the topic of movies, you mm -hmm. guys are creating an impact movie. How far have you guys gotten? We're not creating a movie anymore, like no. at this moment, no. Mm -hmm. um, we, we shot a movie script, I mean, excuse me, a movie trailer with a proof of concept to try to hopefully maybe get a movie, mm -hmm. but we're not, we're, we're not shooting anything. It's more of just was like a, a resume. Okay. We, um, we started doing an animated series, so we have a cartoon series. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have the first episode on our YouTube, and then the second one comes out in March. But as far as a movie goes, we're nowhere near actually having a movie right now. Is that something you still plan for the future? Yeah, that's the goal. You know, I didn't expect to get a movie then. That was, that was more of a publicity. You know what I mean? More and like I said, a proof of concept. If somebody would have picked us up, that would have been great. But realistically, managing expectations, that wasn't. I didn't expect mm -hmm. it to happen like mm -hmm. that. That yeah. that time, anyways. You know, so. Mm -hmm. It's still okay. coming. Well, having that in, in your, your back pocket's also a good idea. Yeah. You never know if somebody walk, you know, stumbles across it and says, you know what, this is the next thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it still lives on YouTube. It still gets a lot of views every day. Mm -hmm. And if I ever get uh, whatever studio I get in contact with, I have it to show mm -hmm. this is what I was thinking so that you can have like a mm -hmm. visual, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I said, resume yeah. of it. Yeah. I yeah. still see it happening. It's It'll happen. Yeah. yeah. Just a matter of when. Mm -hmm. So, can I ask, um, you know, obviously you said that uh, Black Panther didn't really influence the character. What did influence the character? What kind of um, inspirations? Well, uh, Spawn was a big inspiration. Spawn has always okay. been my favorite comic character. And then, uh, I liked Hulk. I think I made him green because of that. Okay. Um, Green's but my I, favorite color, so I'm yeah. with it. Green isn't my favorite color, but people think it is now. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, it's just, green looks cool to me, though, on... Heroes like mm -hmm. uniforms. It looks cool. Green Lantern. The yeah. Hulk, Even when we talk about like Splinter Cell, like when yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. all that just looks cool to me. Um, but I got the when I first got them designed, I said I wanted a cross between Spawn and Iron Man, and that's kind of what came with okay. that original suit of him. And then uh, other characters were inspired by other things. Yeah, yeah. You know, so but the overall darkness of the universe uh, definitely leaned on Spawn, Mortal Kombat. I was going to um, say, I definitely see some Mortal Kombat. Yeah, in for sure. There. I love Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. And then, um, like, just the idea of Gotham. Mm -hmm. Just went for darker. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's yeah. what that was. I like it's very millennial. Love you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the darker heroes. We've all grown up with. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I just had a picture of, like, foot soldiers. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Um, so I did want to bring up, you did have, you do have people come onto your social media, like, make comments such as, you're racist because all your characters are black, but I mean, those of us who've read the comic or have, you know, skimmed through it know all the characters are not all black, it's no. rather diverse. Um, so I just want to highlight the importance of how diverse your comic is, and the fact that it is set in Sacramento, correct? Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. it's set in Sacramento. And Sacramento alone is a very diverse community. Yeah. Um, which is why I love living here. Yeah. Um, I just want to take a second to highlight that and the importance of diversity and inclusion. You know, we're going to delete this whole section here with the answer to this question. <laughs> oh, don't worry, we're still live. So. Yeah, yeah technically. <laughs> I think, um, you know, I think. Uh, it wasn't necessarily something I was going for out the gate, I would say. My first thought was to make, uh, you know, heroes that look like me, heroes mm -hmm. that look like um, uh, friends and, and family. And then, uh, you know, as it went, for one, Sacramento itself, like I said, is a very diverse place. 
and uh, so is my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, I, have, I have Hispanic cousins. I have cousins mm-hmm. that are Armenian. You know, I have a lot. Mm-hmm. We have a, a lot of a, like a salad bowl of a family. Um, me personally, I'm African American. You know, same with my parents, but you know, we're we're it's it's diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I started branching other characters off of family members or friends or mm-hmm. you know, and just the idea of the city in general. It just made sense for it to be that way. Um, but yeah, that's how it happened. So you mentioned that so going off of that, and over the past few years, people have been speaking out more about the importance of representation in media. Do you feel that other people speaking up and saying, I love such and such character because I feel like I can relate to it or connect to it for cultural reasons or for whatever, do you feel like that also continues to inspire you to create these characters? Yeah, no, for sure. So so when I make other characters from uh, a different culture that I'm not a part of, I try to make sure to do my homework on it, you know, and Mm -hmm. then yeah, it also became a journey of just representation all around. Um, you know, I'm always gonna still, um, you know, try to uplift as many people that need it. You know what I mean? Um, and it became important as we went because even just with the company, I think the first character um, that I announced uh, their ethnicity, which was outside, was was Seraf, mm-hmm. um, and he's from the Philippines. And the reason why I decided to do that was because the illustrator who helped me design him was from the Philippines. So kind of gave him a hero, just like I gave mm-hmm. Impound myself a hero, and I just grew on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I want to be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everybody. Yeah. Um, so I do want to, um, so you mentioned on um, Instagram mm-hmm. uh, a while back that the female characters do not get as much love as the male characters do. Do you feel like maybe the audience, comic audience, is still very male dominated? A a, a thousand percent is. It's not even close. Like, it doesn't matter what platform of ours you look at, it's gonna say 85 to 90% men, and then the rest is women. So, yes, um, women are not as, um, in the masses, in tune with the comic world like men are. Mm -hmm. It just, it's just the reality. a lot of women who come in here are usually buying for someone else. You know what I mean? So there are a large amount of female, you know, comic nerds mm-hmm. like the rest of us, but not, it's just, it's still unbalanced, you right. know? So, you know, you still try to go through that process of making strong, dominant, cool female heroes mm-hmm. and hopefully attract more women in that way. Um, but the reality is just, yeah, it's still, it's still very heavily male dominated. Do you feel like that that has changed over the past few years that women have increasingly been attracted to yeah, absolutely. It's 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 women and minorities as a whole. You know what I mean? Um, it's 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 a new era of um, I guess the word nerd not being looked at as a bad thing. Um, so yeah, you know, there's that's just it's just the time that we're in. I feel like in the future the numbers will start being sixty forty to 50, you know what I mean. But um, just a matter of time. Do you also feel like that maybe because it is male? Uh, creators who are creating these female comics that it is more difficult for you guys to create. I feel like I'm repeating the same word over again, but do you feel like it's difficult to create a cr- female character that female can relate to? Uh, yeah, I guess it can be. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, you can only do certain things on what you think. You know what I mean? Um, 
but we would need the ladies to step up mm -hmm. and start creating. <laughs> but mm -hmm. there's a lot of female creators too now though. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. all that is growing. There's, there's, there's a comic book series called Dope Girl Comics. And you know, it's all uh, uh, female heroes and villains, mm -hmm. you know? So it's starting to happen. Uh, but yeah, no one can tell the story better than the person who lived the story, right. you know? But um, just try to do the best you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, obviously the, you, you haven't shied away from it. You have included female characters and really tried to include that diversity, you know, in your comics to begin with. So, I mean, yes, they can tell it better, but we still have to tell those stories, right? Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I do love the... Who was it? I don't remember the character's name. Uh, the female character, there's Lady Monarch. Like, there's Lady Monarch and there's Alina. Yes, yeah, I think it was Lady Monarch um, when you discuss on Instagram all your inspiration with the women's basketball team yeah, you yeah. no longer have and uh, was it the Egyptian goddess, mm -hmm. all these different strong female images that have come together to create this one character. I thought that was great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of like research and mm -hmm. I really pull things from things that I know because that's how you make your characters more edgy and different. You know, make, being different is very hard in this industry, so um, that's why I went personal. That's why I went to where I'm from and where I went to mm -hmm. things that, if these are stories for sure that haven't been told mm -hmm. in this industry, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that was a big part of that. I feel like that with you using past historical figures or characters and mythology, that would be very anthropology attractive. I think we can uh, we can yeah. we can uh, try and horn in on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We yeah, can we, we can are bridge the anthropology that anthropology podcast though would make. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, everything people do is anthropology. So if you're referencing mythology, if you're if you're writing a comic, or do you do the art yourself? No, I can't draw. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. only okay. the writer. Yeah, no, only the writer. We have illustrators. Okay, okay. So, like, whatever we're doing, whether it's, you know, writing, drawing, or, you know, even just telling stories, right, that's all anthropology. Yeah. Now, personally, I just think that this being based in Sacramento is fantastic because mm. it's where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think we can claim anthropology for this one. <laughs> no, all right, that's good, that's good. <laughs> I mean, I think that's all my questions. Do you have any more questions? Oh, gosh. Um, I was going to piggyback on your last question about um, female interest and just, um, you know, kind of ask the question. You've got this darker tone to the world. I'm wondering, do you think that that has an influence on how much traffic you get from female interest? Um, possibly. I don't think people know that, though, until they read it. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I don't, yeah, probably not. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, probably not, just because I don't, I don't know if... Um, I don't think I packaged up like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I I have a lot of um, female friends who are very into the Mortal Kombat world. That's the reason, you know, or the the, the fiction for it, which is the reason I brought this up. Because you see, a, you know, a disparity where you'll have people who are very interested in this type, and then you maybe they just don't know what this is about yet. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Like you said it's all growing, right? Yeah. So. But every day, you know, one yeah. book at a time. Literally is what I always say. Yeah. So, still and growing. You're successful, obviously. You're, Thank you're, you. You're, you're growing and you're gonna, mm -hmm. obviously gonna keep growing. So, yeah, I think it's more of a bonus for us to be here than the, than the other way around, personally. But I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like the fact that 
the accessibility of your comic because now you do have the audiobooks on YouTube now, mm -hmm. right? So I feel like that creates just, just wider range of accessibility to people, people who maybe don't have time to read yeah. or maybe have learning disabilities, so it's easy mm -hmm. for them to follow along. So. Well, it was easier for me because I'm not super heavy on sitting down and reading all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've done it, obviously, things like that, but if I can get this whole story in 30 mm -hmm. minutes, I would prefer that. So I had to make that for people like me. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to be really like, um, I was really picky on the type of things I would say on social media. Like I didn't want to do too many spoilers. Mm -hmm. And then I realized all I do is watch the spoilers. I don't, like not if it's a movie, mm -hmm. but like if I want to learn about a character, I'll just be like, let me just figure this out really fast. I'm mm -hmm. not, so I thought to like make it for the people who do want to learn this way. And then for the people who mm -hmm. like more animated or audio books and things like that. Yeah. So. The goal is more so just to make sure as many people know our characters as possible. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter if they buy the book or not, just as long as they're fans by the time we get to the bigger projects um, that enough people know who we are. Okay, that was yeah. my last thing. All good. <laughs> All right, thank you again thank you. for coming. Um, or actually, it was we came easy to for you. coming. Yeah, it was easy to come here. <laughs> well, thank you for having us no and problem. letting us do this, our first video. So, Impound Comics here at Doco Mall in downtown Sacramento. And then also he has a location at the Arden Mall off of Arden. Yep. So, thank you again. And, I mean, stay tuned for our next video. We're excited to start presenting to you guys. Thanks. Bye. Thank you all for listening. Distribution of Anthropotamus is in collaboration with the American Anthropological Association. Please continue to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Anthropotamus for our latest episodes, show notes, and book discussion schedule.